and welcome to the PCRS podcast series. In this series, we'll be bringing you experts on a number of respiratory related topics. The podcast has been produced to update you and to give you food for thought about how you deliver your respiratory services. So hello, uh, my name is uh, Darush and I'm a respiratory pharmacist based in a community pharmacy and also GP practice. Today I'm going to do um, uh, a consultation. Uh, this is a, a follow-up consultation for a patient I'm meeting for the first time uh, with asthma. Uh, I, would have, I would have reviewed the notes and what we're going to be doing is going through uh, an annual uh, review and noticing that um, our person's asthma is uh, deteriorating in the last four weeks and how we go about um, helping our, our person with asthma and using some of the um, asthma right, right care resources that are available to assist us in our consultation. Hello, Nikki. Uh, it's uh, Darush, the, the pharmacist based at the GP practice here. How are you doing today? Hi, Darush. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm okay, thanks. Uh, not too bad. A bit cold, but you know. Yes, yes. So this is the, the first time we're meeting, and uh, I know that uh, you've seen one of my colleagues uh, before in the practice, and I have, I have been through your... Um, your records as well, just to get a bit, a bit of an overview, but it would be good to hear um, about how you're doing. I mean, this is like a, 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 an annual review, but uh, of course, um, we're here to uh, support you and hope, hopefully uh, help manage to keep your asthma symptoms at bay. So uh, yeah. how are things with you at the moment? Uh, so, um, I, well, actually, they've been a lot better than they were about 18 months ago. Um, I had quite a few bouts of uh, flare-ups, I suppose you'd call it, where I had to have, you can probably see, like, steroids, and I had to up my inhalers. Um, but um, I've, I've been pretty stable over most of the last, certainly from summer summer last year, Um but I have, I, I think I've noticed that I'm one, I know I've noticed that I'm having to use my blue inhaler a little bit at the moment, which is, had got to be quite infrequent. And I think it might be creeping back in again at the moment. Um, okay. I've got a bit of a cough at night, which is uh, a bit annoying, <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> yeah. So it sounds like um, you're very knowledgeable about um, the treatments already. And uh, you just mentioned and uh, that uh, you are on a blue inhaler and you, did you say you're on other treatments as well um yeah so i take uh i take that tablet oh what's it called Mon monty something or other Mon um monty -Lucast. yeah yeah that's it so i take monty Lucast, i have my blue inhaler and then i have the other inhaler which is the one that sort of um has the steroid in i think that's um duo rest rest max yeah um and I, I i started taking an antihistamine daily as well um that was when i was really bad like in about 2019 early 2020 um, I started to take a daily antihistamine, which I take as well now, which I buy over the counter. I don't get that prescribed. I just buy it. Okay. So you, you've had um, asthma from childhood, is it? Uh, I was probably, in, oh, no, I was about 23. 
um, when I was diagnosed, <laughs> I was playing rugby and I kept getting really short of breath. And I thought it was just because I'm fat. Um, <laughs> but apparently not. Um, it seemed to be that it was definitely brought on by exercise. Um, and there was a link. I, I was a smoker at the time. So um, when I gave up smoking, I think my asthma got better. But yeah, it was. I was about 23. So it's been about 20 years now, I suppose. Okay. I mean, it's... Um... Fantastic that uh, you gave up smoking. Uh, what made you decide to do that? Uh, well, one was the fact I got picked for I got picked to play county rugby, and mm. um, I was sort of told in no uncertain terms that I had to stop smoking. And then, secondly, I think I did. I just sort of knew that underneath my all my other conditions, um, smoking was probably making all of, all of them worse. So it just seemed like a you know a sensible option really yeah okay so today's uh, session um i don't know how how much time you have on your hands but uh we normally um have um, about 15 minutes for a consultation and obviously what we like what I like to do is tailor um the session uh, to your needs and there's there's quite a few things we could discuss today um but uh i think um what we could do maybe to begin with, because some of the things uh, you mentioned around nighttime wakening and having to use your blue inhaler, uh, et cetera. I thought yeah. what, what might be a good starting point was for us to um, go through something called an asthma control test, if that's okay with you, just to see how your asthma has been in the last four weeks. Okay. Is that okay with you? Yeah, that's fine. Is that something we can do? Oh, we can do it today. It's not a test or anything. It's uh, no, no, no. It sounds. It sounds. Uh, it's, maybe we shouldn't use the word test, but it's called an asthma control. It's just, it's a questionnaire actually. So there's just five uh, simple questions, and uh, one of them is around, um, you know, in the last four weeks, uh, how much of the time has your asthma kept you from getting as much done at work or um, at home? Um, so, all of the time, the options we've got is all of the time, most of the time, some of the time, a little of the time, or none of the time. So I think my day-to-day -day stuff, I don't think it's really affecting. So maybe, I mean, I got a bit out of breath mopping the floor the other day. So mm -hmm. maybe a little of the time. I think okay. maybe, yeah, maybe. Perfect. All right, so the other four questions, if it's okay with you, I'll ask you to fill those out for me. Uh -huh. And then we'll just have a little pause on that. So thanks for filling out those um, questions for me. And I've noticed it says, you've, you've, you say that um, when it comes to shortness of breath, so uh, in the last four weeks that you've had uh, shortness of breath around three to six times a week. Yes. And uh, I guess that's something that um, you weren't noticing before. Uh, is, would you say you're exposed to um, more triggers at this time of year? Um, I mean, the only thing I can say is that I've moved house and um, since my last asthma review. And um, the new house we're in is an older property uh so uh, maybe that's one thing um mm. uh but i don't think there's anything else there's no my I'm, my triggers tend to be my hay fever um smoke um 
dust is a big one. So, yeah, I suppose maybe the, the house we're in may have more dust and things like that as well. And it's a bit damp. So, and, and the good thing is you're not exposed to smoke anymore, like because you said you stopped smoking. Uh, do, you, do you live with somebody who smokes? No, no, my husband no. doesn't smoke. So that's that's great to hear. And then you said uh, for the first, third question, which was around keeping you awake at night. Um, so you've noticed it's keeping you up at, at night to your asthma symptoms more recently in the last four weeks. Would you say it's once or twice a week or once a week? Um, so it's probably definitely in the last two weeks. It's been about once a week. It's been about once a week, I would say. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it, it's uh, well. Last week it was. Um, I woke up and I I just felt like I needed to cough. Like I felt like a tickle in my throat. I suppose is how you might say it. Um, and it happened again Monday, so the other day. Um, and yeah. it wasn't so much of a cough then. It was more just. I kind of woke and I felt like my throat was a bit itchy. And then I felt when I sat up, I felt a bit short of breath. All right. And then the fourth question was around your blue inhaler use. You said that you said you're using that a bit more often. So um, it looks like from uh, your records, uh, the number of um, canisters of the blue inhaler you've collected, you're getting to your uh, fourth one, I think, um, this year. Yeah. But it's that you said to me you weren't you needing to use um, it that often. So in the last four weeks, uh, how many times would you say you've had to use your blue inhaler? Uh, once a week or less, or two to three times a week, one um, to two times a day, or I three think, ta- three or more times a day? Okay, I think if I look at if I think back to last week, um, I can definitely say that it was at least once a day for okay. every day last week, and this week it's been the same yeah and overall um how would you say your um you would rate your asthma control in the last four weeks uh between one and five five is completely controlled one is not controlled four well controlled three somewhat controlled and two poorly controlled i think i'd be between two and three for me i know i know my asthma i know everyone says that but I kind of feel like I know myself. Um, okay. So yeah, I'd say between two and three, really. Yeah, we've got these uh, resources that we use. Um, that they, they're cards, actually. We call them question and challenge cards. But one of the questions we've got here is, um, what does good asthma look like to you? I think I've always been told that if it's good, then it means that I'm not using my blue one at all, really. Mm. Um, so I think that's why to be honest when they rang me and said that we had this appointment um, I was thinking oh I don't need it Uh, you know it's fine and then it was only I was just thinking about it the other day and when I woke up on Monday night and I thought yeah maybe things aren't exactly right at the moment because I am a little bit worse than I was certainly before Christmas Mm. It seems my colleague and you have had uh, conversations before and about the uh, amount of um, the blue inhaler and what, what its purpose is. I have these, uh, as you can see next next to me, I've got these uh, what we call lung tubes, which show you where the blue inhaler works and also where the um, preventer treatment that you're on, the, uh, the Duresp that you're on, uh, where that works. 
So um, the blue one just works on the outside of your airways, but doesn't treat the underlying inflammation. But the uh, preventer treatment, uh, which I can see from your records, you you, you are picking them up. And um, do you find uh, at the time you, you miss taking doses because that's the one that helps reduce that inflammation in the middle of these airways? Yeah, I guess that's probably... It's funny, isn't it? When you talk to somebody, you sort of realise maybe where you're not doing things right. Um, I think there's been a number of occasions I haven't taken my nighttime dose. Um, I seem to be pretty good at my morning one because it, I take tablets in the morning for like my, obviously like my blood pressure, you can see and things like that. But um, yeah, yeah, so maybe, yeah, (laughs) maybe that's one of the reasons. Yeah. And you've brought your inhalers uh, with you yeah. today, have you? Yeah, that's, yeah. that's good. Brilliant. And just um, my colleague, the community pharmacy, will be able to go through the inhaler technique in a little bit more detail because I know that um, you're in a bit of a rush and, uh, and also we will need to get a few different bits. But I think it's so important that um, getting the technique spot on will really yeah. also improve your asthma um, control. And... Just, uh, can, I, can I ask a question? I'm sorry, I, 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 I'm sure I've asked before, but um, sometimes what I'm doing is um, not now, but what I've done in the past is when I've been a bit short of breath, I've taken the blue, if I've woken up short of breath in the morning, I've taken the blue one first and then I've taken my preventer one, my duo one. Yeah. Is that right or should I not? I, I don't know if that's... There used to be some advice from national guidelines. Uh, this was um, very old uh, guidance where uh, maybe it was um, the thought process was to use your blue inhaler first just to help open up the airways. I've actually got one of these um, cards. Uh, again, you know, we've got a few of these cards and you can take your pick. But this particular one says, um, it says it's a challenging statement. It says, I was told to always take my reliever to open my airways before taking my um inhale corticosteroids which is your preventive treatment do you still hear people saying that despite evidence to the contrary and uh so just to say this is old guidance and um and uh, nowadays the advice is to um use the blue inhaler for emergency i believe for those emergency situations it sounds like uh, that's what you've been doing for quite a while, but uh, recently you've had to ne- use um, your blue inhaler a little bit more, which is which is understandable because um, your symptoms are, in the last four weeks uh, seem to have got a, become a little bit more uh, prevalent. But you said that sometimes you miss the nighttime uh, dose of your inhaler. What would yeah. be good is to um, show me how you use that inhaler uh, as well. And maybe that's something we can just go through briefly with your treatment that you use daily, the preventer one. And uh, if we can get that spot on, hopefully um, your symptoms will be kept under control again. And that that emergency blue inhaler won't be needed as often as um, you've needed to use it. Is that something you're up for doing just to show me how you use your inhaler? Yeah, sure. Do you want me just to show you how I do it now and then you can tell? Show show me how you're doing it and also just talk me through it as well as you're going through each bit. Okay, Uh, so it's got a red cap on it. It's one and um, I'm going to pull the red cap down and there's a click which happens. And then 
Um, what I try and do is I try and breathe out all my air from my lungs and I put the um, mouthpiece, I suppose, into my mouth. And then I take a, sh- I, I guess, mm, I don't know how to describe it, like a short, sh- like a sharp breath in. So um, yeah. it's basically like... <sighs> Excellent. And I try and hold that. Sometimes I can hold that for 10 seconds. Mm. Other times I can't. You can hear I'm a a bit Mm. out of breath from that, but it will settle in a minute or two. Um, And that's it. And then I put it away again. Perfect, Uh, Nikki. Thanks for uh, showing me uh, the inhaler there. And your technique, uh, you went through those steps uh, very nicely. But as I said, uh, the community pharmacy as well can go through that again with you. It does take uh, some getting used to and practice. And you've mentioned to me that uh, using your preventer inhaler maybe more often is something that uh, you want to do, which is morning and night. Um, so this management plan that we've got in front of us as well, thanks for bringing that in. My colleague, the nurse, gave this one to you. Uh, yeah. you yeah, so she gave it to me last year. So in January last year, basically, I had a really bad chest infection. I had to have some steroids and I had to have some um, antibiotics and I had to go my inhaler, my preventer, I had to have two puffs in the morning and two puffs in the evening. And I was on a really high dose of the salbutamol, like the blue one. I was mm. on like, I don't know, something like two puffs every four hours or something for a few days. So, yeah, so she gave, so this is the asthma plan she gave to me after that, where it says, mm. when I get bad, I could increase my preventer from one puff twice a day to two puffs um twice a day and that i could use my blue inhaler for those like i suppose like you said like i am at the moment so those sort of breathless situations those times when i feel a bit tight chested and i can't catch my breath yeah so just going through the asthma plan bit as well uh, i think it's always important every time you you come here for us to go over it again because things can change as as, as you said in the last um several weeks uh, things have changed for you and uh, symptoms have got a little bit worse um, but what we can do is try and help you get that um, get back to what we call uh, asthma um, right care where you can get yourself uh, in a sort of optimal position where your lungs are as open as they can be okay did we give you um, a peak flow meter have you got one of those at home as well um yeah and i've got one of those blue chamber things that i um that i use the well uh, yeah. i'm supposed to use the blue inhaler through I, I have to say i don't always but yes yeah, so, so i've got those two tube things yeah okay so i think if i write a note for the community pharmacy go through the blue inhaler and the and the chamber that you're talking about just go through those steps i will um send you if you're happy a, a, a link a video link of um you know how to use it on via a video as well just so you can see the the, the steps it's always good to reinforce so not only for your uh, duress but you've shown me perfectly well um your technique and i'll put a note on that that um, you've really got good technique on that mm-hmm. but i'll put a note on our records that um uh, that you're going to use it a little bit more often and also in this management plan 
temporarily um, what would be good as well is to look at the number of doses of the duress you're taking so we can get you from the amber region green area where you're not going to be hopefully feeling any tightness of chest or shortness of breath uh, coughing and nighttime awakening and those sort of symptoms okay. so does that sound like a good plan to you yeah, that would be great yeah brilliant and the other thing I wanted to quickly show you before you go as well is that um, I don't know if you've seen uh, or my colleague showed you one of these uh, slide rules uh, before. This is something that uh, we've um, had for a little while in the practice, but it just looks at the number of uh, blue inhaler puffs that uh, you're using in a, in, a, in a year or in a week or in a day. And also it looks at the number of canisters um, that you may have been prescribed by the practice in a year. And what uh, this highlights is that uh, for a person with good asthma control, when it's, um, when it's um, really well controlled, ideally a person wouldn't need to use their blue inhaler more than twice a week from our national guidelines. And I know from earlier that you're really knowledgeable about that, but of course you're using um, the blue inhaler because you, 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 your, your symptoms are, are not um, controlled quite as well as you would like them to. So this um, shows you five canisters, uh, which is what you've been prescribed this year, represents um, 19 puffs a week, and it represents also three puffs a day. It'd be good just to get your thoughts on that, what you think of, of, of this. Uh, it's a, a lot more than I obviously thought it was, I guess, maybe some of it's a bit subconscious maybe I do it out of habit in, in maybe there's that I do sometimes prime I'm not I don't know if that's the right word but sometimes I feel like there's nothing coming out so I spray it into the air to see if there's um you know a projection so um, yeah. maybe, maybe I'm also wasting a bit so I haven't realized really gosh that's not good yeah, no, look, you're very knowledgeable about um, your inhalers um, and you've showed me, noticed, noted was that uh, you, you weren't using your, uh, recently you weren't using your um, preventive treatment at night time and you're missing some doses. Good thing is your um, technique is, is, is spot on and also as part of your management plan, we can look at uh, temporarily increasing the dosing of your uh, preventer treatment so you don't need to have you wouldn't hopefully need to use your blue inhaler because uh, the your preventer treatment also has something called a, a bronchodilator in it it's like got the blue and the brown in the same inhaler so hopefully with this um, temporary increase in uh, using this um, as part of your management plan uh, you may find that using your blue inhaler will, will drop down again to, to what you were used to. And also, more importantly, is that your symptoms are also um, under good control. Um, have you got any questions for me on this? Um, no, I think that um, that makes sense. I think, you know, uh, I know I've probably been a bit lax in my, certainly my preventer in the evening dosage. So I'm going to try and um, link it with something that I do in the evening before I go to bed sort of thing, try and make it a bit of a routine because that works in the morning. So surely I could find something, you know, similar to do in the evening. Um, so yeah, I'm happy to, to try. And I've, I've done that before in the past. I've stepped up 
um, if I've needed to. Yeah. So I think, yeah, that's a really good plan. And and what we can do is, uh, if it's okay with you, I'd like to um, see how you're getting on in um, uh, a few weeks' time as well, uh, just to see if um, how how it's going. Maybe we can do that one over the telephone just to see how you're getting on, okay. and we can. And maybe we can also review your plan. I'll put something in the diary for us to see each other in uh, 12 weeks time, just to maybe review the plan and um, look at uh, potentially uh, readjusting the um, personal asthma action plan dosing. But we'll see, we'll see um, how that goes. And hopefully those triggers uh, moving home and, and all those things you're exposed to that uh, with, with the increase in your prevent treatment and trying to minimize those triggers hopefully that should uh, keep your your symptoms at bay and last thing before you go we have one last card here i don't I, I, uh, this is almost a bit of a summary it says uh, this sabre inhaler should last you six months come back if you still have symptoms or if you run out before the six months because that indicates that something is wrong and your asthma may not be fully controlled. Um, how does that card sound to you? Well, six months for one inhaler. Ooh, um, well, it's a bit, bit scary at the moment, I suppose. I, I have done it in the past, so I know it is possible, but just when yeah. I'm using it quite as much as I am at the moment, that's a bit frightening to think that, um, well, not frightening, just yeah, yeah. a challenge. <laughs> I know, I know. And the thing is, the, the, the blue inhaler doesn't have a dose counter and some of the doses you're priming out um, into the air. Uh, the only time you need to prime it in the air is if you haven't needed to use the blue inhaler for about um, four or five days. So uh, that's uh, something, that, uh, yeah, maybe a new, a new message or whatever. There's a lot of information to take on board today but uh you know please don't hesitate to contact us if you've got any questions and, and the asthma plan also has some details about okay so if you've got any additional questions there they should uh, they could be able to help you too okay so i'll send you a link via um AccuRx, which where we can send them the text nhs message out to you okay uh, we'll get that organized and we'll also send you a link to the video I was talking to you about with reinforcing your inhaler technique. And I'll leave a note when you're picking up your next prescription from the pharmacy. I'll leave a note there for them to um, maybe help you there as well with regards to your blue inhaler um, technique. Great. Okay, Nikki, it, it was a really nice to meet you for the first time and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing you again the next time and I'll follow you up in a couple to see how you're getting on okay great thanks very much take care bye, bye. thank you for listening please remember to subscribe for future podcasts goodbye